Okay, we're here today in a beautiful evening in View Royal outside Victoria, and I'm Greg Spira filling in for Umida, who, as your usual podcast host, is not able to join us today. But I am lucky enough to have Lisa Whitehouse, uh, who is about to head off overseas as a QSO VSO volunteer. And Lisa, tell us, where are you going? And how long will you be away? Hey Greg, thanks. Um, I'm going over to Tajikistan, which is just north of Afghanistan. I'm leaving next Saturday, which is October 3rd, and I will be gone for one year. One year in Tajikistan. And now, do you have you got a sense of exactly where you're going and what you're going to be doing? Or is it all somewhat nebulous still? Oh, yeah, no, I've been in... Uh, contact with the VSO office over there and with volunteers that are already in Karag, which is the city that I'm going to, which is the southern part of Tajikistan, bordering on Afghanistan. And yeah, I'll be working in a rehabilitation center for children with disabilities and I'm actually going to play more of an administrative role in helping them manage it, hire staff, get it running, uh, go out into the community, work with the families, get community supports in place stuff like that. And uh, that sounds really exciting and yeah. I, I can tell just looking at you I wish you all could be uh, <laughs> look, able to, to see Lisa's face just the excitement and is are you what ha, what drew you into doing this do you have a background in this sort of uh, rehabilitation field? Actually no it's actually more um, wider scope than that but what got me interested in doing something like this was years ago. I actually started as a teenager. This was one of my dreams in my life that I wanted to do. And I had children young, so I didn't get to go to university until I was in my 30s. So I did a, a, a degree in social work and then um, worked with the adoptions and foster parenting in the Ministry of Children and Family in Victoria. But knew that I needed some more skill sets. I looked up QSO, VSO. I uh, saw that a lot of their work was project orientated, so I researched what project management was and then applied for the job that I'm in now. And then just started building my project management skills, taking courses and training and managing projects, small projects. And then, so I felt ready after a while with three years of that and three years of social work behind me um, and 16 years working in management ready to, to embark on a journey with VSO and QSO. So in a way then, you're, you're combining your two areas of expertise and, and passion, both social work and management, uh, uh, project management, into one... Yeah, one so I'm able to yeah, use both of them. Yeah. And did you pick that with QSO VSO? Or did, was that, uh, did you tell people what you wanted to do exactly? Or? No. No. They interviewed me. They, we went over my resume. They kind of picked up the highlights of what they thought I had the most skill sets in and went with it from there. And I was pleased when I was sent my um, offer of a placement that it was in the community living field. And uh, that, yeah, it's, it is kind of project-based in being that there's a beginning and an ending to my placement, so that's project-based uh, right there. But, yeah, there's going to be lots of learning and growing, that's for sure. I think that that's one of the nicest things, uh, as a outgoing volunteer myself, one of the nicest things about QSO VSO is that it is so learning-oriented on both sides of the, the uh, those coming from North America and other parts of, 
the world and going to Tajikistan and learning there, but also sharing your skills. Uh, I think that's that's something that excites us, but or excites me. Mm-hmm, definitely. So, what specifically drew you to QSOVSO? Uh, why oh, did you what select there? that one in particular? Yeah. Good question. Because there are quite a number there are, of yeah. organizations that send volunteers overseas. Well, funny enough, um, as fate would have it, uh, the government announced it had a partnership with QSOVSO, being that I'm a government employee, as I said previously. This was an opportunity for me to take advantage of that. And that's when I started looking it up. And so this uh, this partnership with the province of BC, that's a fairly new thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. It was announced about, uh, I think about two years ago, if that. Uh, and I am the very first government employee going over and taking advantage of this opportunity to what they call a career development. And um, it's pretty exciting. We've done lots of interviews and spread the word around the government about how to do this. So it's great. And now, far from this being a just a lark going overseas and to enjoy yourself for, for a year. Mm-hmm. How are you explaining to your colleagues back at the office mm-hmm. that uh, this is, as you said, career development? Mm-hmm. What kind of rationale? What makes this an important part of uh, the government's way of mm-hmm. doing business? Good question, and uh, very valid. I'm, I talk about this daily, I think, in the office, about uh, the people that come up with me with questions. Um, so first of all, um, the partnership with the government, with QSO, QSO means that I keep all of my benefits and I keep all of my, um, anything that, I keep my job. So I have a job to come back to. It might not be the one that I'm in right now, but it's in the job I'm come back to. Apart from that, I fill out what's called an employee development program document. Mm-hmm. Every year we do these um, employee development programs. And part of mine was learning some leadership so this is part of my career development in leading people. So that's what kind of this focus is around for that. So it's building your leadership skills mm-hmm. in the for the future, so that when you come back to your to your job, you'll be more effective at what you do. Is that right. What it, well, it opens up doors because don't forget we're losing a lot of people in the government over the number next couple of years, and so we're losing a lot of skill sets. So they're really interested in people developing, employ their employees developing as many skill sets as they possibly can now, so that they're around and able to use them in the future. Interesting. And so you are the first of the government, uh, provincial government, QSO VSO volunteers to go overseas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Makes it for an interesting and exciting uh, unknown. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what, if you had to just pick out of the hat, what are you most excited about, about this opportunity? As the first, mm. as going to Tajikistan maybe, what is What is the first? I think first and foremost is the culture. Um, not knowing, I think is the some, some, something that's very exciting for me, not knowing, just being put over there, placed in a, in a culture that I get to learn from and they get to learn from me, so that exchange is just going to be huge. Um, secondly, uh, I'm really excited about being a part of a, that change in their culture, uh, working with disabilities, uh, giving them a voice, um, including them in their community. Um, I'm looking forward to that, seeing that change. And well, maybe that gets us into a little bit of a conversation of 
the perhaps you can describe a few of the differences um, the way that uh, people with disabilities are uh, services are delivered to people with disabilities here and maybe you can comment on what you're hoping to what your placement looks like it's going to involve over there mm -hmm. regarding mm -hmm. this change that you're talking mm -hmm. about what what is that whole change about right so people with disabilities in Canada or in our community BC um, excuse me they have a voice and they're able to vo voice their um, objection or to uh, speak their needs they're visibly uh, around in our communities you, you see them included in all and they're all events um, buildings are made to accommodate them over in Tajikistan children with disabilities are either kept in a basement or as far out of sight from public eye as possible and if they can't look after them in their home they're sent to institutions that are just unimaginable so they're 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 just I don't want to say yards behind us but they just haven't been able to see a future where they're included in their everyday life in being able to be in the community participating working educating stuff like that so so in a sense you're looking for you'll be looking for ways to build inclusiveness mm -hmm. amongst the 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 disabled community over over there uh, look for opportunities now QSO is not necessarily really about teaching them how to do something that's right what is so then my, how will you yeah. approach that so it's about bringing awareness really is the key if I can walk away after a year of being there and just being able to bring some awareness to their community about how to include children with disabilities it'll be more than enough for me and when you say more than enough for you how will you know then that you've been successful just by experiencing oh, is I there think I'll know something you're looking forward to right yeah so I think I'll just know because of the relationships that I've built mm -hmm. while I'm there this is what I'm hoping on I mean I won't know anything until I'm over there and really engaged with them but I think a good measure would be just on how visible they are how many of them are taking advantage of the services available at the rehab center um, I want to I would really like to place a community outreach program for the parents so that they can depend on each other to, con to continue facilitating this change so yeah I think that that's a pretty good measures to yeah no that those are good measures to, to go in realistic mm -hmm. um, when you at the you ended there by saying that you hope to uh, to leave something behind um, what happens when Lisa Whitehouse leaves Tajikistan in a year's time what mm -hmm. what happens to the program after you leave that's a good question because I'm just starting it so uh, I don't know if there's going to be volunteers following me or if I'm going to be hiring locals to continue running it I don't know any of those answers yet and that's the way it has to be right mm -hmm. now. A lot of unknowns always. A lot of unknowns. Yeah. Which makes it kind of exciting because you don't want to expect too much and come back disappointed. Mm -hmm. So you want to be able to have something that's uh, open. And, and realistic. And realistic, well. absolutely. Yeah. Now, speaking of realistic, how much are you able to fit into your suitcases? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Well, I mean, the interesting thing about going over to Tajikistan or that part of the world is that you have all the seasons. Um, the QSOVSO allows 55, 55 pounds, which is 25 kilo, I think it is. Uh, so you're packing for every season. It's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I was just telling some people that I I bought some air vac bags or vac bags or whatever you call them. And you suck out the air. Well, I bought them, put my winter clothes in it, sucked all the air out, and it doesn't fit in my suitcase. <laughs> so it's like I'm starting all over again. But um, yeah, I mean, you really got to narrow it down. I started out with just a heap of stuff that I wanted to bring, and it just narrowed it down to probably one quarter of it. Well, that's. It's always an adventure to figure out what you really need yeah. and what you don't need. And uh, Fortunately for me, there's a Holland couple that are from QSO VSO that are in the city that I'm going to, so they were able to give me some tips on wonderful what to bring. Tell me, um, sounds like you've had support from, from that side of people in the city already able to get tips from. What other kinds of training or opportunities for support have come from QSO VSO before you leave? Have you just been said, here, you're going to, here's your plane ticket, go overseas? Or is, mm -hmm. there, is it part of a process? Right. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, for me, it's been a five-month process of planning and in constant talks with QSO and VSO. They provide uh, two, four, four or five-day training sessions. I think they're both four days, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're both four-day training sessions uh, that provide just a, a wealth of information. I think the biggest uh, source of information for me was from fellow VSO, QSO volunteers going over. Um, everybody has their own set of questions and their own answers, and I think it's just amazing when you start sharing that, uh, how much you learn, how much more confident you feel. So it's a collaborative spirit amongst the mm -hmm. different volunteers that you've experienced. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But you're in constant talks with the, your um, volunteer advisor. And if I could give anybody advice on how to be very successful with that, it would be transparency. Mm -hmm. Just be very transparent about yourself, where you're, how you're feeling about things, uh, what it is you want, what you cannot live without, what you, you, know, what you absolutely need, um, so that there's no doubt in anybody's mind that this is the right thing for you. And do you have any doubt in your mind that this oh, is Oh, every day. <laughs> every day I wonder, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? What have you gotten uh, yourself what into? What have I gotten myself into, which is really funny, because that's the first name of the module on the first day of training. Um, it, but yeah, I mean, as the days approach, it's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. And what has your family been saying about what you've gotten yourself into? Are they supportive of you, of you doing this? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I... I've got friends that look at me just with their jaws on the floors and they would never do something like this. Um, to use someone else's bathroom is just a stretch of an imagination, never mind actually go somewhere you don't know if you have one. <laughs> uh, my kids are great, I mean they've just been very supportive of what I'm doing and I think it's a great lesson for them too. And it's it's a great lesson for all of us, I know that we, we all uh, thrive on new experiences, new opportunities and uh, it, it really, what you've said here has echoed that and having such a supportive uh, family environment and work environment which is allowing you this opportunity mm -hmm. to, to go overseas as the first partnership uh, individual with Q, between QSO VSO and the provincial government of BC is, is wonderful. And um, I guess this leads us to uh, heading, looking towards where will Lisa be in one year time? How will she change? Mm -hmm. What kind of uh, growth do you envision mm -hmm. for yourself? Uh, what is your biggest... Well, I really hope it's not around the waistline. 
<laughs> All the, uh, the butter growth. tea. And I, I, I understand that in Tajikistan, it, uh, they feed you constantly there. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that is a question that, uh, not a question, but a statement that has been said by just about everybody I talk to is, Lisa, you're going to come back a different person, and you're going to learn and grow so much while you're there. And really, I'm just anticipating that. I, I, I really have no idea what I'm going to come back like and what's going to happen for me. I just look forward to the, the learning. Great. Well, I wish you all the best, Lisa, in Tajikistan and beyond. And I hope that you grow immensely. And uh, please allow me as a fellow uh, VSO volunteer to wish you all the best overseas. And um, I hope that growing around the waistline <laughs> isn't part of the equation, <laughs> but too. growing personally is. And I don't see how it could be any other way. Right. So thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Greg.